Blog Talk Radio. What's up, everybody? Good morning. This is DJ Enzone from the Rock the Block DJs, and you are now tuning to DJ Sean in the Morning on the Hilltop Radio Show with your host, DJ Sean. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'll be doing my 10-minute mixes, so come jam out with us in the morning. You want to check me out on social media? Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at DJN underscore zone. That name again is DJN underscore zone. And I'm also on Facebook, so you can check me out on Facebook at DJ Zone. Again, this is DJ Zone from the Rock the Block DJs, and you are now listening to DJ Sean in the Morning. All right, all right, all right. This is DJ Sean in the Morning. It is Wednesday morning, 47 degrees right here in Charlotte, North Carolina. You guys already know. Good morning, good morning, and I'll be right back after this, our newest intro right here on DJ Sean in the Morning. Peace.
All right, it's DJ Sean in the morning. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Everybody that's already tuned in, again, uh, thank you for making uh, DJ Sean in the morning, the Hilltop Radio Show, the, the hottest streaming radio show worldwide, and the numbers don't lie. That's right. This is DJ Sean, and I want to thank again, man, an awesome show last night, uh, uh, Jay Rizza and uh, Lamar Brace. Man, they did. They came on the show last night, the Trap House, and uh, we gave the audience and listeners something different last night. And shout out to uh, Rizzo Gap Promotions down there in uh, Georgia, uh, CEO, the owner, Miss uh, Yolanda Marshall, doing her thing and keeping uh, keeping the keeping the bridge open for hot talent talent coming through here on the Hilltop Radio Show each and every night. You know we're on. You know, Sunday through Thursday. So, and then tomorrow night, man, we got an awesome show tomorrow night, man. We got a tribute show. We also got the hottest uh, wife and and husband tag team in the Southern Soul injury industry, part two of part one we had a couple of weeks ago on the jukebox on Thursday night. You know, this is DJ Sean, y'all. I got to do this for more DJs, man. It's much love and respect to you guys. We don't always get praise in what we do, but this goes out to y'all, man. World World Supreme Team. Hey, DJ. Yeah.
What's wrong? What's wrong, Pops? Your, your mama, man, she's getting on my nerve. Pops, calm down. Calm down. Listen, listen. Hold on. Mom, get in here. Listen, she's coming, Pops. Listen, calm down, man. Calm. No, I'm not going to calm down. She's mad at me because me and her was praying, and she didn't understand my prayer. What you mean, Pops? She was praying, and she didn't understand your prayer. No, she didn't understand it. Hold on. Here she come. Oh, Willie. Now, out of me. I'm here, Willie. Out of me. Now, listen. When I was praying and I told you that God is able, what did you say? Well, I said God ain't able. 
Because Cain killed Abel. See, this is what I'm talking about. She wants to mess with my whole pops, pops, hold Pops, calm down, calm down. No, I'm not going to calm down because I'm going to pops, pops, calm down. No, let him talk, let him talk. No. Mom, mom, pops, both, listen, both of y'all calm down. Listen. Okay, pops, you said that God is able, right? Yeah, I said God is able. Now, if God is able, I, mom, that's what the Bible, no, no, no. God is not able. In Genesis, the Bible says that Cain killed Abel. So God ain't able. No, mom, mom, mom. That's not what he's talking about. See, that's what I'm talking about, son. She don't understand. Shut up, Willie. Shut up. You shut up. No, ho, ho, hey, hey, both of y'all calm down now. Just calm down. Listen, we're going to have to pray, all right? We're going to have to get this together. Hey, this is 6L7. That's my clip. Me playing three people at one time. Check it out.
All right, good morning. This is DJ Sean in the morning. I want to thank everybody for tuning in, everybody that's on with us, everybody that's trying to get on with us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is 47 degrees. It is cloudy over here in Charlotte, North Carolina. I don't know what it, where it is over there where you at, guys, but I hope everybody's safe. I hope everybody is uh, practicing that social distancing because this corona shit is, is uh, no joke. It's crazy. And then took another one of my good friends, uh, you know, my boy DJ Debo on Monday, man. Rest rest his soul, bless his soul as well. Um, more than a friend, a brother, a real brother's keeper. He's going to be missed here on, you know, not only in my heart, but, you know, here on the show. When we're up, uh, you know, when we're doing our shows Sunday through Thursday here on the Hilltop Radio Show. Again, you guys already know what it is. It is uh, DJ Sean in the morning playing nothing but the old school R&B, hip-hop, funk, whatever it is I decide to play. We're going to play it. Right now, we're going to get into DJ Endzone. And uh, you guys getting ready to enjoy her mix right here on the DJ Sean in the morning. What's up, everybody? Good morning. This is DJ Endzone from the Rock the Block DJs. And you are now tuning to DJ Sean in the morning on the Hilltop Radio Show with your host, DJ Sean. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'll be doing my 10-minute mixes, so come jam out with us in the morning. You want to check me out on social media? Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at DJN underscore zone. That name again is DJN underscore zone. And I'm also on Facebook, so you can check me out on Facebook at DJN zone. Again, this is DJN zone from the Rock the Block DJs, and you are now listening to DJ Sean in the morning. Flipped on the CD player. I just want to inform you that if you got somebody good, you hold on to You're rocking with the hottest DJ, DJ Enzone. Let's get it. I'm 
and disrupt stuff that we have in front of us as far as like dealing with real people because it's hard to find real people out here in this world today and but we allow the enemy to uh send his uh his demons to disrupt everything that you got going on good and uh and I I took it upon myself this week and started contacting people um that I have beef with and uh words exchanged and stuff and uh started making started making amends for my life. I don't know about nobody else's life. I'm just making amends for my life, trying to make my life better because I'm going through stuff myself and I had fucking issues just like everybody else do. As grown people we gotta learn how to control ourself, maintain our issues and don't allow the enemy and people that don't want to see you do good in your life. You do, you gotta get them away from you. But they can still watch what you're doing, Eve. You know, we just gotta get them away. We just gotta get them out of our you know, out of our circle. Um, so now yeah. I'm not going, yeah. I'm not doing a circle no more. I'm going to do uh, a square so I can see everybody at for all four corners. You follow what I'm saying? Right. I can see everybody. Right. I got you. Um, mm-hmm. so, so that's what I'm doing and I'm going to continue on doing whether people don't like that this person, you know, I'm communicating with this person and communicating with that person. I could give a damn because it's, I'm, you right. know, I'm grown. I'm grown. I put my underwear on, different from everybody else. I tie my belt up, different from. Well, I ain't had a belt on in probably years, so I don't even know what a belt is. Because um, wow. I'm used to always being in sweatsuits and shorts and stuff like that. Um, but uh, right. welcome to the show, Eve. Um, somebody fell asleep hey. last night on the show, didn't they? Somebody I got did. some snooze in, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I didn't want to say any names, you know. I wasn't saying any names. Oh, I just said God. somebody fell asleep last night on the show. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I'm so sorry. Oh, but don't. I know that it's all I'll good be, long as you I'm, wasn't long as you wasn't snoring because I would have told everybody to be quiet and we would have sat up there and laughed at you while you were snoring. Oh my you know God! I'm so glad. Yeah. I, don't. I usually don't snore, but sometimes I can. But I'm okay. <laughs> All right, all right. All right. Well, this is uh, DJ Sean in the morning. Thank you, uh, Eve, for being on here on board with us. I ain't, I ain't had my coffee. I ain't had nothing but uh, some tea, Aww. some sweet tea from last, from yesterday. And okay. uh, again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in uh, this morning's show. Uh, all right. Here on the hilltop, you know what I'm saying? Yep, gotcha. Yeah, so um, I'm sorry, I was doing something. All right, well, we're okay. gonna get back into the smooth R&B. You guys just heard from uh, Miss uh, DJ Endzone with her 2000 R&B Part Two mix right here live on the Hilltop Radio Show. And we're getting ready to keep it moving, keep it grooving. Let's, let's clap some hands. <laughs> I 
Yeah. Well, I know it's um, I know it's hard because it's hard for us, and um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an emotional time. It is. It's an emotional time, but um, my husband always encouraged me to be strong. And in everything, he encouraged me to be strong. Whenever I get a little sad or I feel like that I just really want to break down, I can hear him say, what you crying for? You can't change it. You got to learn how to let things go. It's a part of life. You know, don't let don't let something consume you. Don't let pain consume you so much that it it makes you become stagnant. I can hear him say those things to me. And when I hear that, uh-huh. I'm like, wow, <laughs> wow. Yeah. And so when he was alive and he would say those things to me, sometimes I would be all up in my feelings. Because, you know, sometimes when you're emotional and you're in your feelings, you ain't trying to hear nothing. <laughs> but exactly. You ain't trying to hear nothing. Yeah. But then when you calm down and you think about it, you're like, you know what, honey? You were right. You were right. So when I get like that and I hear him say that, I'm like, man, it's amazing how life works. You know, all those times when he would tell me those things and I would be too much in my feelings to accept it till like maybe a half hour later, that's the very thing that's bringing me comfort right now, hearing him tell me, honey, it's it's okay. It's okay. It's going to be okay. It's a part of life. You got to learn how to let things And he was a peacemaker, you know. He he, he loved to, uh, he loved people. I mean, and people were just... Were drawn to him. I mean, it's just amazing. And I knew, I knew my husband knew a lot of people, but I really found out, you know, since my husband's passing, how many people that he actually knew, and how many lives that he touched. You know, so yeah. knowing all that, that 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 brings me peace. You know, that yeah. brings me a lot of peace. And even though I'm I miss him terribly, you know, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And right. um he came to me and he told me, Honey, I'm okay. I'm with my mama, I'm happy. You know, I'm happy. That brings me peace. And I'm gonna miss him something terrible, you know, his physical his physical, you know, not being here. Not being able to hug him, not being able to kiss him, and not being able to touch him, or you know, share those moments that we we those intimate moments that we shared. You know, I'm gonna miss that so much. But I know he 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 with me. I know my I know he always told me, "Honey, I got your back. I got your back." Hmm. And even though he's not physically here, he still got my back because whenever I feel upset or sad. I could hear his voice talking to me. So he left. He he didn't leave me. He only left me physically, but he he didn't leave me spiritually, and he's still in my heart, and he always will be. You know that right, was that, right. that was my heart. That was in my heart. So right. that's what I. That's what brings me peace. And I I I, I love him for that. I love him for leaving oh, no. me that. Yes, I do. 
Well, we always, you know, since uh, Monday, we've been playing, you know, his main clip that he did for um, Benita Applebaum. And just to hear his voice, we, we throw it on every now and then. I guess it's a good time to throw it on again so everybody can hear yeah. his crazy voice in the morning. Foxy Brown Sugar Dog. And she's a whole lot of woman, 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 woman. <laughs> <laughs> he was so smooth and suave, I tell you. And he and I was like, look at you trying to be modest, but he was so smooth, I tell you. I love him. I love him so much. Oh, I love him. So um, you have the arrangements and everything together for um, Saturday. I know it's going to be a long day for you. Um, you know, anybody that's listening that wants to be a part of the, you know, the homegoing celebration, uh, where, where, where can they go at? Okay. Um, the Celebration of Life service for Dante Taylor, Debo Taylor L, um, hashtag, DJ Debo the Pro will be on Saturday, November the 6th, uh, 2021, at 2 p.m., and it's going to be at the St. John's Holiness Church, and the address is 500 Edgewood Avenue, Cambridge, Maryland, 21613, um, for family, close friends, and from whoever would like to be in attendance. But I also wanted to extend and let people know that being it's such short notice, but we are in the works of planning um, another celebration of life service um, in December. And, mm-hmm. and that would give people time, you know, to make arrangements because, you know, people work and God take off from their jobs and all to make mm-hmm. arrangements to come. And that celebration of service is going to be in December. We're working on it, you know, now so we can, and, I, and I'll follow up with the exact date after we, you know, the plans are in place. And it's right. going to be for his um, Masonic uh, family, um, of his DJ uh, equipment, you know, affiliates, like, like you know, people that are on your show, Sean. Yes, sir. Um, yes, ma'am. And his, um, and his uh, you know, because he was a part of some groups now, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's where we want to set that up for his DJ and radio affiliate, um, his World Play DJ family, his uh, Groove City Entertainment family, and, you know, any other groups that, you know, wanted to be in attendance, as well as his family members that would not be able to make the service on the Saturday, you know. Okay. So more to come with that. And um, and just like I said, the service is going to be on this Saturday, November the 6th, 2021, you know, at, and it starts at 2 o'clock. I'll be home for the December facilities, yeah. I'll be home for that one. Um, yeah, because okay. I mean, it was kind of it was kind of short notice, right? And I just wanted to do something, you know, for for our immediate family and you know his friends that he grew up with and knew from Cambridge, Maryland, and you know just whoever well, is they, able to attend more than welcome be, to attend Saturday. 
They're going to be shutting Cambridge down that day, boy, I tell you. I don't think Cambridge <laughs> is going to hold all them Negroes that day. You know, Route 50 ain't that big now. <laughs> yeah, but that, that invitation is, is out there. The mm-hmm. invitation is, is out there, and it is a celebration of life, you know, for my husband. Um, yes, yes. Our, his desire was to be cremated, and so that's exactly what I did. Followed his wishes. I I, I said, um, well, my husband coming back and, and haunt me in my dreams because I ain't listening to what he said. <laughs> oh, that's so, right. Yeah. You got that right. I, I I did I did what he what he wanted done. He he always said that he didn't want nobody seeing him in no box. You know, he he didn't mm-hmm. want anybody looking down on him and crying and all that. He 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 thought he always thought that it was too hard on right. you know the and people that he cared about. You know, right, so right. He wanted to set. I, I said I was going to set up something, <laughs> something nice for him because my husband wanted. He 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 was a happy person. You know, and he loved to cut up and he loved to tell jokes. Oh yeah. He loved to have a good time and he loved yeah. to laugh. You know, he always cut up here on this show, boy. I tell you, exactly. I, I know he did. I know he did. So, I mean, I wanted to do something that was going to represent what he wanted and the and, and have the um the emotional output that he wanted, which in return he wanted it to be a happy, you know, occasion. You know, he didn't want yeah. people crying and being sad. He wanted people to celebrate. Mm-hmm. You know. Because that's what right. he did with, with he touched people with his music because it it, it, it made people happy and, oh, yeah. and so and I want to do something like that to honor him you know me and 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 our family you know his his brothers his brothers mm-hmm. his sisters you know his 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 children his grandchildren you know I wanted to do something that would uh, something that he would be happy with. And, and and I'm I'm hoping that that will come that's going to come to fruitation the way that yeah. um, would would have made him happy. I remember the last uh, last conversation we had a couple of days, probably the day before he he went into the hospital, or maybe two days mm-hmm. before then. We were just talking about you know being cremated. I told him I said, well, man, I told my daughter, I said I don't want to be in no box. I want her to cremate me. I said, and I told her I don't want her having no repast. Don't cook nothing for no these these Negroes. I said because if I can't have a piece of chicken to eat, they can't have no damn chicken to eat. If they want to eat, they're gonna have to go somewhere on their own and eat on their own expenses. They ain't eating nothing on my my expenses. So you know we bust out laughing. You know, Debo, he said, "Boy, you crazy." Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a talks that we had, and we also had you know motivation, spiritual talks, and stuff like that. So. That's what I'm gonna miss about that crazy fool, cause he was crazy, but he kept it real though. He kept it real. Oh my and God! I, I, yes, I say that. Yes, he yeah. did. He would. He would speak his mind, and and and, and we both would. That's, I mean, I guess that's one of the reasons why we clicked so well. Mm-hmm. Because we both we both was outspoken, and we would speak our minds. You know. Now, granted, sometimes he would he would hold back a minute. <laughs> he would hold back a minute. And, Compose his thoughts, but if it's something that really did need to be said, he would say it, and he would say it with conviction. 
and them eyes think, got big, those big hands were getting Oh, moving. yeah. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> why me and him clicked. I think that's why me and him clicked from day one, because I, I'm one of the ones that speak my mind, don't care if someone like it or don't like it. And and right. he would always say, man, he said, he said, no matter what goes on, brother, he call, always calls me little brother. He said, I got your back no matter yes. what happens. Yeah. Yep, that was him. That was him. Wow. My husband, he received so many phone calls, and it would drive me nuts. <laughs> it would drive me nuts. <laughs> oh, he he, he, hey, but but listen, though, I'm going to tell you, me, when he was driving home and I, he would call me and stuff, I said, well, how far are you from home? He said, I ain't that, I'm not that far from home. I said, well, when you get home, I'm hanging up the phone. I said, because your wife ain't getting mad with me because you on the phone talking. I said, because I know she wants that, that quiet time and everything. Yeah, up. I mean, like, All right, man, I'll talk to you later. I said, go ahead, go ahead in there. Go ahead and get you some, man, and, and we'll talk later. <laughs> He was just, he loved people. I mean, he just loved people. I told him, I said, now I remember back in the day that it was a lot of females always talking on the phone, you know. But my Mm -hmm. husband was business oriented. So he talked to a lot of people and he was getting a lot of things in motion. And he he had a full plate. You know, he, he worked, he worked, um, what I would like to call nine to five, even though he had to be to work at three. <laughs> he he worked three to eleven, and he was constantly, you know, he was he was constantly talking to somebody. You know what I mean? He was either talking yeah. to somebody, charging somebody, helping somebody. I mean, it would be times he would lay down and that phone would go off, and it would just keep going off, going off, going off, going off. And I said, "Honey, you got to get some rest." He said, "I yeah. know." He said, "But it might be important, you know." He all—that's how he always thought, you know. Mm-hmm. Me on the other hand, I would set—I would set boundaries. I'd be like, "Look, I done had enough. I'm gonna put this phone on silent for a minute so I can get a rest." <laughs> you know, my husband would be like, "Well, you don't know. Somebody might call and it might be an emergency." I said, "I know, honey." I said, "But I'm only one person. If I don't take care of myself, I can't help nobody else. And if it's that important, <laughs> they gonna message and I'll check it as soon as I wake up." But him. He could be asleep, and that phone would go off, and he would answer that phone, you know? That's wow. just the kind of that he had for people. I mean, he just, he loved people, and he loved talking about his craft. He loved talking about his music. He loved DJing. He was, he gets so excited when um, there was different artists that was coming on the show, you know, and he would come home. Honey, so and so's gonna be on the show today, and I, I mean, I would just see his face just light right up. It just it wow. made it so happy to be a part of, you know. Well, you, know, you just heard it. Show. I'm gonna I'm I'm go back and look for the date that night we had Angie Stone on here, and I'm gonna cut it up and send it to you so you can see how he was acting. He was all out of words. He didn't know what. I know. Do. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He know, know, know whether he was coming or going that night, boy. He had nothing to he, say. 
he, boy, I'm telling you, he loved Angie Stone. He came home, he said, honey, Angie Stone was on the show tonight. I mean, he was excited. He was excited. And he couldn't wait to log in, you know, to call in so he could be, you know, a part of the panel. He really enjoyed that. And, you know, my only regret is that my husband passed away before he was able to really, you know, do more of what he loved to do. You know, he was yeah. really getting sure, you know, to, you know, especially with, with you, Sean, to be yeah, able to we- talk to different people. And, and he enjoyed doing the interviews. And, I mean, it just gave him so, so, so much happiness to do that. And, you know, and I'm glad, Sean, that he met you and that he had the opportunity, you know, to become your brother and to be a part of that, you know, mm-hmm. and because he's so happy. I could I could see him when he came in the house sometimes and he would tell me different ones that was going to be on, on the show. And he was like, honey, you can tune in. And, and, and it, it got me one night when he was like, I had called him and he was already on the show. And I had called him. He was like, honey, I'm on the show. Hold on. Next thing I know, he had me on the show. I, I didn't even know nothing about it. It was like, I was like, <laughs> oh, he didn't yeah. tell me. He just added me right in. And I, yeah, that, I, I, was like, I, I think that was one of our love and relationship shows. I think it was. <laughs> yes, yes. He even added me right on. I was like, he didn't he, he prepared me. I ain't know. I, you know, I held my composure. I held my composure, but I, I never forget it. I was in the kitchen cooking me something to eat. Mm-hmm. I said, let me call and check on honey. I called and checked on and he was like, honey, hold on. I'm on the radio show. And then the next thing I know, he had added me in there. And I was like, oh, no. oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. And then the one show, then the one show we had with the uh, country singer, uh, big sexy boy. She was all on him, boy. She was. (laughs) (laughs) I said, boy, you better stop for your wife come on here and tear your head up. (laughs) But he would tell me this is what he would tell me, right? Because I would hear, I would hear some of the shows, and I was like, what you? In the world you talking about on the radio show? I I felt like uh I felt like Martin on Martin. <laughs> you know, Martin had, had was on the radio show and he would be talking junk on the radio show and Gina would be like Martin. You know I felt like Gina and Martin. Exactly. I said um I said what you talking about on that radio show? I said all right don't you forget you married now. He was like honey 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 calm down calm down. Just <laughs> That's what I would tell him. I said, boy, your wife's going to tear your head up, boy. He said, he said, he would tell me, he said, it's just, it's entertainment. We're on the radio show. We have a good time. You know, don't take it personal, babe. And I was like, all right, you right, know, right. don't let me have to log in. Don't let me have to call in. <laughs> Right. I told him. I told him. I said. I told him. I said. Listen, man. I said. I don't want your wife's problems. I don't want her getting telling me uh, you can't be on a radio show no damn more. I'll be mad as hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would. I would. I mean, I understood. I understood the aspect. You know what I mean? Because right. my husband, my husband came home to me every night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's right. I can honestly, I could say that. If he wasn't at work, he was at home. If he had to, you know, go on a on a trip for, you know, his his Mason Lodge, you know, nine times out of 
then I was with him. You know, if, if yeah. I was able to go and if, if I could take off from work, you know. Well, but, well, you know, the most memorable moment was when he was on here was a Wednesday night. And, uh, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting ready to tell all you GQ. I'm getting ready to get on you now. GQ is on here listening to us as well as uh, DJ, DJ Big Boy from out of Yonkers, New York. Rock the Block DJ, okay. he's on here as well. He had a chance to um, be on the show with D-Boy as well, too. Um, we were talking, I said, well, I said, well, uh, I'm going to go ahead and let uh, DJ Debo go ahead and give the, uh, you know, what we're going to talk about tonight, right? Because I already knew that whatever he says is going to be controversial and everybody's going to get yeah. heated about it, right? Man, next yeah. thing I know, next thing I know, DJ GQ called his mom and his daddy as a free book on the phone about the Bible. Man. <laughs> They they got the they got the going and everything and then his Debo I mean uh, GQ's people said well we're gonna have to do some research and we're gonna get right back to you okay. <laughs> and they and listen and they ain't even come back to the show no time since then Debo oh. <laughs> ran Debo ran him ran him away boy <laughs> oh he he was. Debating now, I'm telling you, he was going to debate with the best of them, and, and he and, and he was so confident in it that he would tell people, "Nah, you you don't want to roll with me on that, bro. You don't want to roll with me on that, bro. I know, I, I know, I know a lot of things." He even he even had Robin, he even had Robin in her Bible. <laughs> oh my God! Well, you know what? That's a good thing. <laughs> Yeah, everybody pulling out the Bible. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. I just sat back. I just sat back, uh, uh, muted my mic, and I was cracking up. I said, "Debo don't make no sense." <laughs> I ain't got everybody all mad and everything. I said, "I came back on." I said, "I came back." I said, "I know the pastor's like, oh Lord, we're gonna have to get some holy order for this man and everything." Niggas, please pray for him. Pray for him, y'all. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I, 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 I feel you. Cause I, when he came home, he said, "Honey," he said, "Boy," he said, "I had him talking, I had him thinking, I had him up on the show tonight." I said, "How did you get on there and start no trouble, did you?" <laughs> boy, he had, he had oh, GQ. He, said, he had GQ heated. Boy, GQ was mad. GQ said, "I ain't saying nothing else." I ain't saying nothing else. At 11, uh, around 11, 11.30 at night and be en route to come home. And he might be on the phone, you know, talking to different brothers or, you know, whatnot. But a lot of the time when he got off of work, after he would sit down with me, because we, we would sit, we got recliners, we sat side by side. After he came in and his favorite, favorite thing every time he came in, hey, honey, how your day is? How your day was? You know, and he sit down and we talk a few minutes, you know, and he'd be like, oh, hold on, you know, I got so-and-so on the phone. And and then I would hear him say, man, I, I'm, I'm getting ready to get off the phone. I'm going to come out here and talk to my wife a little bit. And we would sit in the, re- we would sit in the recliner side by side, and we would start watching TV, 
you know, and, and just talk talk a little bit, you know. Right, and, right. But after that, when I would doze off and go to sleep, I know for a fact that my husband, he would go and get on that computer, and nine times out of ten, he was researching. I mean, he okay. he loved to research. He would re- he was like a history a his a history buff. He would research and he would read, and it was either that or he was doing mixes on with his music or something like that. That those were the types of things that he did. So if he go if he if he brought up something. Nine times out of ten, he done already researched it. <laughs> and, and if it's something else that somebody had a question about, oh, he's going to go back and he's going to research it. You know, that that's, that's just what he did. And and, okay. and and he and he always kept up on current events. Like, he was constantly, he constantly yeah. watched the news. And see, me, I, I, don't, I, I don't, I can't watch the news like that. You know, because, I mean, it's just so much stuff that be going on in it. And I'm emotional, you know? and I was yeah. like, you know, this don't make no sense. And he's like, honey, calm down. It's life, but we need to know. I said, well, honey, I'm going to designate you to tell me the important parts, because I know he was tuning in to CNN, you know, uh, all the every single day so he could keep uh-huh. up with her and know what was going on. That's just the type of man he was. He 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 loved to learn. And he loved to share his knowledge with other people oh, yeah. to help people oh, yeah. in, in situations. You know, oh, yeah. that's just what sure he did. He did here on the show. It would be kind of controversial, you know. And sometimes I would, you know, when he would be bringing stuff up to me, I would be like, "Honey, I mean, I gotta ask you this question. Do you do you believe in God?" She said, "What kind of question is that?" Yeah, I believe in God. <laughs> 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 Yeah, he, he believed in God, but it was certain stuff on the, in that Bible that really, you know, you know, he really dissected. And when I mean dissected, he put it in front yeah. of it like that. When he had uh, GQ's people all in their Bibles on the radio and everything. We got we got Robin Lynn. Robin Lynn, welcome to the show. What's up? We got DJ D, Mrs. Mrs. DJ Debo. The proette, she's on the phone with us. Yeah, <laughs> you know, God, God, God bless you. My love, prayers, and condolences to you. I only knew Debo such a short time, but the impact that he made on the people in my life that love him it really impacted me greatly. And and you know, he made. He made that drop for for Bonita. You know, mm-hmm. she's a whole lot of women, women, women. Yeah. Well, I am too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Robert, Robert actually, Robert got jealous of that. Robert's like, I want one too. Where mine at? Devo was like, Well, I'm, uh-huh. I'm working on yours and and Miss Peggy. I got y'all. I'm working on y'all's. Every time I play, Robert's like, I'm a whole lot of woman too. My husband was one of a kind And people were drawn to him I mean people were drawn to him Oh my goodness And and, you know He he was tall And and he was good looking Uh, And I'm telling you 
a gentle giant. He was a gentle giant. But I would get rearing up sometimes, and I'd like to tell the story about me and him. We had went to an army to get something to eat through the drive-thru. And uh, okay. he, uh, when we when we got to the drive-thru to pay for it, you know, he reached his arm out to get the, get the lady the, the money. And she, she grabbed my husband's muscles and was like, mm. and I'm on the passenger side, like, what the hell going on? <laughs> I said, now you know that's disrespectful. I don't maybe have to get out this car and go in there and set that woman straight.
mm-hmm. was like that. Right. And he, he had that special connection yeah. to people, and they, and they were drawn to him. And, you know, and that was something that I had to understand because, you know, me being short and, and, and 5'1", I, I, you know, I got a short complex, so that means I got to stand up for myself. You know, something wasn't right. I'm, I'm, I'm on it. I'm like, okay, oh, what, 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 what's, what's that about? You know, I've been telling him. I said, man, I said, man, you know them Delaware girls don't play, boy. I said, they tear your head up, boy. Don't play. Don't give a damn how tall you. Don't give a damn how tall you are. They will go upside your head, and you won't even see it coming. (laughs) That's one thing that we always, we always agreed. You know, that's the one thing we always agreed. Look, I love you. You love me. But you keep your paws to yourself. I keep my paws to myself. We can we That's go there. Right. Go there. Right. Yeah. Right. I got upset with each other, but I don't know no married couple that has never. Had, if you if you in a relationship and you ain't never had a disagreement with your significant other, something ain't right. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Ain't, right. You know ain't, ain't no perfect. Ain't and no right. perfect relationship. Right. I ain't never seen a perfect relationship. Right. No, you work, you work Hell, even Samson Delilah, even Delilah cut Samson's damn hair off and shit. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other than that, other, other than anything, I, I, I just play. I just mess <laughs> Well, I mean, you got to go back to Ike Turner and Tina. I can see the dollar. Let me stop. Yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah, y'all. Not, <laughs> we only want to use this example because we already know how that was. You know, and, and, and that, 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 that was unhealthy yeah. as a mug, so no. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all, this is, this is CJ showing in the morning right here on the Hilltop Radio Show. We got a special guest. Miss Debo, the Proet. She is with us live here on the Hilltop Radio Show. And as always, it's always an honor. Um, every time I spoke to Debo, the first thing I asked him, I said, "Man, how your wife doing?" And he'll tell me, "I said, well, let you, you know, let your wife know I asked for her." I was like, "That's how I always started the conversation off with him. How your wife doing?" Yeah. 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 Let her know I asked lot, for you. Yeah. A lot of people would come to me and tell me, you know, he talks about you all the time. Well, my wife did. My wife said it. My wife always getting on me about stuff, and I and when sure he was saying that, been telling people I'm getting on you, making it seem like I'm being mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I was like, she can tear that ass up, don't she? She be oh, bust no. out laughing. You know how you laugh, right? You know how you laugh. You that old, old yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Cheetah laugh. I call it cheetah laugh. <laughs> oh, cheetah laugh. I never put my hands on him. And he never put his hands on me, and 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 we and if he did put his hands on me, and I put my hands on him. It was love, you know. It it yeah, wasn't. Right. We never we never did that. We, you know, we might have had some disagreements. We might have had disagreements. I might be mad, you know. I I go in one room, he'll go in the other room, but then a half hour later. Yeah, it, it was nothing but love, you know. Sometimes you you take that space where you got to cool down. Anybody who mm-hmm. tell me that they argue with their significant other, it makes me question: Do y'all have any type of passion? Do you even care about each other? Right. Because I'm emotional, so if I know that something was gonna 
affect my husband or something that was going to cause him harm or, you know, I felt like he was making a decision that might not be good. I, I, I tend to be very expressing it to him, you know, and, and after he thought about it, he was like, honey, I, I think you're right. You know, I, I really think you're right. I'm, I, I'm not trying to control you, baby, but if I didn't care, I wouldn't even bring it up. You know, people who don't care, they just be like, well, let them find out on their own. They, yeah, they'll learn, you know. But that's not, that, that's not me, you know. I've always been that type of person where if I can help somebody, I'm a compassionate person. I'm an empathetic person. I work in, in the health field for almost 20 years. And as a certified mm-hmm. nurse assistant, I worked for hospice, you know, and for like four or five years. You know, and to do those types of jobs, mm-hmm. you got to be a compassionate person, and you got to be yeah. able to, to see the needs of somebody else. And a lot of times, you got to be able to um, to anticipate the needs of somebody else and notice when there's changes going on with them. And so, I took all of that and I used that in my regular life. You know, even when it came into my relationship with my husband. You know, I I I, I could see things that could possibly how if he would give me a scenario or tell me something and it was I could automatically see okay how can this how can this play out even though we know definitely that we don't have no control on how it's going to play out but I could think of the different scenarios or how this could play out and weigh the pros and the I was a problem solver you know so when I would come to him and I would tell him what I thought sometimes it wouldn't be what he wanted to hear because it would be something he wanted to do but when he thought when I gave him the information on what I thought about it, you know, he would think about it and he would be like, you know what, honey, you 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 are so right. You you were so right. I, you know, I he, I was so caught up in the excitement of you know wanting to do certain things that I didn't I even didn't consider the things that you had brought to the table about how this could turn mm-hmm. out. So when mm-hmm. when I put that post on, of him when he was. Uh, celebrating um, our anniversary, and he said that many times I was the voice of reason. That's where they came from because, I mean, a lot of times, you know, my husband, he could be stubborn, and a lot of times I, 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 I had to be the person to be like, honey, look, I know you don't like what I'm saying right now, but I'm telling you the truth. Now it's up to you on what you're going to do about it. It's up to you how you're going to handle it, and it's your choice. But if I, I if I didn't love you, I wouldn't even be telling you or talking to you or encouraging you, or you know, exactly. even, yeah, or 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 being so yeah. passionate, yeah. About it, you know. And <laughs> over the years, he understood that. And when he made that post, that's why I said, you know, I read it and I had tears in my eyes because I was like, he gets it, he understood it, he he mm-hmm. understood it. He and he let me know in that post that he appreciated. And uh, and that's something that's gonna stay with me. You know, I love that man, man. I tell you, I, I wow. love that man. I love that yeah. man. We've been together we've been together for fifteen years. Where can, fifteen uh, years. Where can people send uh flowers flowers or or, you know, donations to you? Where can they um, um do that at? <clears throat> You can send the donations um, to um, Tawana Taylor, 424 Waterview Drive, Seaford, Delaware, 19973. And you can also send the cards to 
215-254-2424, Waterview Drive, Seaford, Delaware, 19973. Any uh, flowers, um, you can send that to the St. John's Holiness Church, 500 Edwood Avenue, Cambridge, Maryland, 21613, you know, for Saturday, Saturday service. You know, because um, the plan is to, you know, if all the flowers come to the church, and I would like to extend the family to take the flowers as, you know, as we leave the church, so mm-hmm. they can have memorial, you know, of, of, in, you know, in memory of my husband. Because you know? I said, I get all these flowers here at my house. Ain't no way I'm gonna be able to transform them to the church. That so I might as well just send them to the church. That's right. You know, get it sent to the church. So that's the information about that. Me and Devo, we was working on some stuff um, that I got him involved. And one thing was the DJ um, battle that we were going to be doing in uh, Salisbury in May (laughs) of next year. Mm -hmm. So now I was talking to GQ yesterday. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna rename it to uh, the first annual uh, DJ Debo the Pro, uh, you know, battle uh, DJ battle on the Eastern Shore. Um, it's only oh, right to uh, it's only right to uh, put it in his name and you know honor of him. Yeah. And then we're working on the uh, um, Eastern Shore DJ Hall of Fame class of uh, 2022. 20, yeah. So he'll be on that class as well too with all the other oh. DJs that we're putting in the Hall of Fame on the on Delmarva Peninsula and that's uh Delaware, Maryland, and Eastern yeah. Shore, Virginia. Yeah, so yeah. That's only right that's to do. So yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And whenever Sean, yeah. you know, you got my number. So when you have these events, you know, please, please let me know. Oh, you're gonna be there anyway, because you're gonna have to take the take the, you know the the honors, you know stuff in his honor everywhere, yeah. anywhere, and then and then what I'm gonna do is I'm, I'm gonna take an album, I'm gonna take an album and get it dipped in gold, and then I'm gonna have all the DJs that that were affiliated with me um, autograph this album for uh, Debo oh, as well too, so you can have that as well and you can hang it, yeah. Oh my, yeah. God. oh my gosh! Thank you so much. You're gonna make me cry. <laughs> you make me cry, my baby. Um, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud of his accomplishments. And what I really love is the people that he came in contact with that are part of his life. Because if you knew him, and 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 if he if he messed with you. And he dealt with you. Oh, you was family. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just how, that's just how he carried it. You were family. If he, if he spoke with you on a regular basis, you family. That's all and it is. Ain't no hands, buts about it. That's it. That's all. And that you favorite know, word he used to say, though, he had a favorite word that he would say all the time when we would talk. I was like, <laughs> well, you know, this and that. He was like, yo, he was like, big brother, fuck him, fuck him. Yeah, that's what he would say. Yes, he would say. I would ask him, and he, I was, I'm like, honey, honey, I said, why you got cuss all the time? And I said, why you got to be mad? 
And he was like, because I'm a nasty MFer. <laughs> oh, my God. I said, you need to cut that mess out. You're just as gentle as you wanted to be. That's what he was like, I'm a nasty motherfucker. He will always say that. And, and, and I'm going to tell you where he got it from. He got it from life. I can't, I know, yeah, yeah. 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 Where you always life. got to be nasty, right? Because I'm a nasty right, motherfucker. Right, right. <laughs> and so when he said it, when he said it, it I knew it, it, it. You know, it came from the movie Life because we used to watch that too, and we yeah. both were just cracked up laughing. I mean, I'm telling you, we had some times. We had some times. Oh, GQ, GQ, I think you want to say something, GQ. Yeah, um, I'm gonna tell you, um, see your husband loves you, man. I'm gonna be honest. Every time we talk on the phone, man, mm-hmm. you always bring up her, you know. Oh, and he really did love you. I'm gonna say that. Sure did. Um, we 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 talk. Man, I love and, you know, we talk on the phone day and night. And um, mm-hmm. he 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 was a friend, but he became my brother. Mm-hmm. My yeah. Brother. That's why I said it. I said what I said the other night. I, said he was, I ain't mean because y'all uh, GQ. I said what I said the other night. When they when they came up the word, created the word, my brother's keeper. That was mm-hmm. Debo from from front to center. Damn right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't I didn't I didn't tell T about it. Well, we didn't we didn't discuss it, T. But I was having some problems one time in the group. And Debo said, bro, let me tell you something. He said, uh, he said, they hate on you because of the skills you got. You're a threat mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. So he said, what you need to do? And he used that word you just said to you. He said, fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> like that. And, uh, yeah. That's what, but, that's what you know, I, yeah. yeah. I remember because I Debo, went to him about I was having problems. He said, man, you do it. He said, man, you got a radio show. You don't need them bums. Fuck them. <laughs> yep. yep. And he, he, the last, I think, time. Somebody would upset him. He, it got, it would get to a point. He'd be like, all right. And he let it go. And he, and he yeah. wouldn't even think yeah. nothing else more about it. He wouldn't think nothing else yeah, more about right. it. He don't need to be consumed with that negativity. That's how he was. Mm-hmm. That's how he was. If he, he ever got quiet, you know, he's he's in that state of mind. He, he's gonna get you. I I knew that from a jump. Um, we had a meeting one time, and um, someone said, and Debo got quiet. And I said, in my mind, I said, my brother sitting there right now. He, he's holding his proposal right now. And after the meeting, he said, he said, "Q, you know, I will hold my proposal." I said, yeah, "I know you will. You better come back and say something." But um. I can could, I could really say when Keenum came down and he met my mom and dad, I mean, he met my mom. We went to that little spin we had. Um, he got involved with my dad. And I'm going to tell you, see, my parents loved Debo like that, that he was their son. You know, um, my mom wanted yeah. to talk to you yesterday, but I think you were busy. But um, they prayed for Debo. And I'm going to tell you, the last time I talked to Debo, he called me in the hospital. He said, bruh, I need you to call your mom. Mm-hmm. I need you. I need your mom and daddy to pray for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I got him on Facebook, 
and my mom and dad prayed for him. And mm-hmm. the last words he said, yeah, I love y'all. Some of the last words he said. So, can you, you ever do anything? And I got it. Since you got it. And I, I, that. I got it. Back. There's something out there. I got you back. So, Thank you. When my when my husband was in the hospital, because um, we both contracted COVID at the same time, and um, mm-hmm. we got tested on the 12th, and our results came back on the 13th, and they both were positive. And my first reaction was. Oh, hell no. I ain't got no damn COVID. <laughs> <laughs> that was my that was my first response because I had been in the health field working throughout the whole pandemic ever since it came out. But the test result came back that I had COVID and he had COVID. And um, we both was, like, sick that first week, but it didn't hit me the way that it hit him. And when he finally had to go to the hospital, because it's hard trying to get a man to go to the hospital sometimes. And when he finally agreed to go, I said, honey, I don't care with me. I said, but I have to get you checked out. I said, I I, I would never forgive myself if something happened to you, you know, and I didn't do anything that I could to make sure that you were good. I got your back. You always told me you had my back. I got your back. So he agreed. He agreed. And um, his oxygen was 60. And they went on. They took him to the hospital. He was His oxygen was supposed to be 90, between 90 and, and, and 100. But right. it was 60. He agreed to go to the hospital. And the whole time that my husband was in the hospital, they had set up for me to visit all with him. And every Every day, when the day they went by, called that hospital four and five times a day to get reports on him, to check to see his status, how he was doing. And every day, I would video call with him. And okay. when they got to the because they they had a they had an iPad, and they would set it up where I was able to to video call with him. And even though it was hard for him to talk, at first it wasn't, I could still hear, you know, him be able to talk to me, you know, it was kind of muffled because he had the, the, uh, bypass on his, on his face. But, uh, we still, we still communicated and we still talked and I was still able Mm -hmm. to see him. And when it got to the point where he wasn't able to talk, you know, I knew he could hear me and I kept, praying with him every day. I kept encouraging him every day. I kept telling him that we have so many people who are praying for you and that we love you. And, you know, I know you're strong. I know you can fight. I know you can do this. You know, those are the things that I poured into. I poured everything that I could, even though I couldn't physically be with him because I was on quarantine. And I was going through all of this you know, alone because I couldn't be around anybody. Nobody could be around me. But every day I was pouring into my husband. And when it got to the point where, you know, the situation was getting bad and I went out to the hospital, I, I, w- I would sing to him. 
I would pray with him, and and I just would encourage him. And I know that he heard me because the machine started going off. And I talked to the doctors, and the doctor said that he was having an emotional response. He could hear you. He couldn't talk, but he could hear you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was really something to go through. It really was. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in the end, I know I did everything that I could possibly do in my power to let him know that he was loved, that I loved him, and that um, – mm-hmm. And that, well, you know, he had a lot of people that was praying for him and, and, and a lot of people that loved him. You know, yeah. it, it it was hard for me at first, but just like I said, every time I get to the point where I feel like I'm going to break down, I, I I hear his voice say, what you crying for? You can't change it. You got, you know, you can't yeah. change it. You can't change it. You got to learn to accept it and you got to let it go, you know. I'm okay. I'm happy with my mama. And that's what I hold on to. And that's what I encourage everybody to hold on to the fact that I heard those words from him, you know, and and I and I felt it. So I choose to believe my husband is okay. And that's what brings me yeah. peace. And I'm telling you, those words, all the things that he said to me over the years and, and taught me, all those things are coming back to me now. And it was the reason why he said those things that, that he might have said them at that time. But this right here is the time that I needed to hear him. And this is the time that he brought back to me too. And, it, it, and that's what helped me coach. That's what's helping me coach. And our song, when we met, was um, I Can't Stop Loving You by Kim. And we had designated that song to be our song. And every time that song would come on, I would just look at him and start smiling. We could be riding riding in the car. And if that song would come on the radio, he grabbed my hand or I grabbed his hand. And we could look at him. You know, because that was our song. Yeah. Look at, y'all looked at you. Y'all wanted to find an old, old, uh, what, Delaware? Yeah, yeah. There was plenty of old, uh, side roads. <laughs> wow, <that's so> <laughs> there you go, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of side roads in Delaware now. <laughs> oh, my God. So I had to make, I had, I had to make sure he was in a safe place because you all, I'm pretty sure from the last, uh, time I was on the radio show that we talked about we those issues that we came across. You know, and that was one of the earlier episodes we I had to make sure he was home and in a safe place, you know, in case I had to take him to the hospital. I know he's looking though. down right now. He said that damn Sean crazy as hell. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, he's He'll be like, oh, man. Hold on, GQ. Then he'd be like, well, how'd you know we were looking for a side road? I said, I know you. I know y'all. You were talking about the aisles. Weren't you talking about the grocery store aisles on the last one? The last oh, one out yeah. store? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what the butter rolls or something you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, the yams and everything, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we had some fun, boy. 
Mm-hmm. That's what that's what that's what I like. And that's what my <laughs> husband will be proud of us talking and reminiscing and and talking about the things that that would make us laugh and make us happy. Because he ain't like to be sad. He ain't like to be sad. He ain't like to be upset. He like he like mm-hmm. to have fun. He like to be happy. So mm-hmm. you know, he that's that's the kind of stuff that's the kind of stuff that we did at home. We would crack jokes sometimes. Yeah, I'd be sitting in here and he'd come sliding in here moonwalking or something, you know. <laughs> I would be sitting watching TV. All of a sudden, his shoulder come up and here, here he's sliding and moonwalking around and, you know. And then one time, me and my daughter, we were reminiscing about the time when he literally got on the floor and started doing the worm. <laughs> Oh, oh damn! My God, no. uh, let me, let me tell you, we were we were uh we were video chatting one another right. He had a hat on, and he took his hat on. I saw the the braids. I was like, wait a minute, how the hell uh-huh. you six six foot six? I thought you have a bald head or a fade. I said, nigga, you got all these small ass dreads and everything in your ass is yeah. the hell. <laughs> yep, oh yep. He, he has started growing. He has started growing his locks. He had started. He had started growing his locks. In fact, I did. I was. I twisted them for him, you know, because he said that he wanted to try. He was like, I don't know if my hair is long enough for it. But for a long time, he wore. He wore a, a fade. He wore a real short uh, cut, and he would have waves in the front, and he, he it would be a fade. He, he he wore that for years, and then all of a sudden he just you know later on he he um. He decided that he wanted to try the locks, you know. And and my daughter, my daughter has started doing a lock journey, and not too long after that, he started going on the lock journey as well. So yeah, I told I told him I said, man, you remember the concept? More you got more head than you got body. He said, yeah. I said, you got more body than you got head. I said, you got a little <laughs> old head on your big damn body. He busts out laughing. Yeah. I would, I would, when when he had his shortcut, it, it tickled me because uh, his stepfather would call him Eggy. That was a nickname for him. He would say, "Oh, Eggy," because <laughs> his, his head was shaped like a little head, like, like a little yeah, egg. That's what I said. So boy, would, I said, "Boy, you got more body than you got head." <laughs> yeah. I, and, and look, I would, I would come up to him when he had that shortcut. And I would rub on his head, and I would say, "Oh, Eggy," and he would just bust out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> he would bust out laughing. I tell you, we shared times, and he—he he, he was a good man. He was a good man, you know. Well, wow. we're gonna have this tribute show for him uh, Thursday, and uh, a lot of people that I contacted um, are gonna be coming on. You know, just to, just to experience with Debo and how he uh, motivated him and moved him and even um, talked to a couple of artists that, you know, needed more guidance with their music, uh, changing their music up so it could be um, a hit and everything. And mm-hmm. uh, you want to miss that, you know, on the shows when we go, when yeah. I go down the line and he's there. And, and like, okay, y'all, last day, right? I was on the show. We had a show last night, and I was on I was on Messenger. I was like, wait a minute. I see Demo's name come across in the light group, you know, 
turned on, right? I was like, wait a minute. That's what. That's why I was quiet for a little bit last night. I was like, wait a minute. I got to think and I said, wait a minute. So I hurried up and messaged T. I said, T. Somebody got his, uh, uh page, somebody, uh, something like that. I said, she busted out laughing, talking about, no, I have his phone. <laughs> Damn it. Because I still think, I still, I was, because I was to the point, you know, our Devo was a jokester. I, you know, I still think, well, man, this ain't true. He's, he's playing a game like he always plays. He's going to be calling. And then when I seen the, when I seen, you know, Devo, you know, Taylor L pop up, I was like, yeah, he listening. He was on listening to us last night. Yeah, he was on listening to us last night. Yep. Uh, let's see, we got uh, DJ, DJ Big Boy, man. I know you had a, a short period working with uh, DJ Debo, man. Uh, tell us, tell us, we got his wife on, Miss Tawana. Uh, man, you want to tell us your experience with Debo on the show with you, man? Oh, that's uh, never. I thought that was a uh, big boy. Now that's GQ calling back in. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My bad. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I had a call. Yeah. But I, I do remember one night we was on the air and uh, and uh, <laughs> we um, um, so I said, well, I got the um, the twin brothers on the line tonight. <laughs> oh yeah, the one and, twins. Uh, we kept, we, yeah, the one twins. We kept that name too. <laughs> and, uh, and then he said, uh, if I get a football fight. All I got to get is Zemo and uh, GQ. They, they, they'll, they'll block me. They'll block me. Yep. I said, if I, I, have, a, I have a, if I said if I, my, my flag football, I said I would never get my uh, my flag pulled. I said, because I'd have Devo's big ass and GQ's big ass in front of me. What nobody touch me. Oh <laughs> I tell you, when I went to the doctor, because he, he had a doctor's appointment one day. We And he told me he wanted me to make him a doctor's appointment so he could go get a checkup. And uh, he went he he went to the doctor and got his checkup. And uh, I had an uh, appointment the same day, but later on that afternoon. So when I went to my appointment and got my checkup, and uh, my doctor came in, and he said, because uh, my husband was really big on ha- having a, a, um, a, a black doctor. That just, that mm-hmm. anybody knew him, that's how yeah. he was. He, he was big yeah. on that. And when he found one, and he found out that the doctor I was going to was black, he was like, make me an appointment. You know, that's just, that's just him. Because he, he, he wanted yeah. to deal with somebody that knew knew about our our body, you know, and so at least that's how he felt, and I and I and I followed suit as yeah. well. So um, down here in Charlotte, he boy, these black dogs down here, dingleberries. But well, go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh lord. He went. He went. He went to the doctor, and I went that afternoon. And when I went into the doctor's office, I said my husband was in here earlier today. I said he was he was the big dude. And my doctor looked at me and he said, "Oh, oh yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I met him. I was like, man, he, he did he play football? Because he, he's football. He said, 
you 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 well protected. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I couldn't do nothing but bust out laughing because everybody would say they knew how tall he was, and you know, my 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 husband was was a big man, you know, and and, and he was like, oh oh yeah, uh, you well protected. Uh, I I I I feel sorry for anybody that tried to get him wrong. <laughs> He's a gentle giant. I say he really is. But you are right. Nobody don't need to get him mad because it'd be a problem. So <laughs> don't. Well, uh, one more time, Tawana. Uh, one more time. Can you let everybody know? Because we're getting ready. We got like eight minutes left in the show. Can you let everybody okay. know uh, the the funeral and where is it at uh, for November? And then you said you'll let us know uh, about the December event, you know, going home again. So yes. just let everybody know. Yeah. Okay, the let me let me let me find it so again. Um the celebration of life service for Dante Taylor, uh aka Debo Taylor L hashtag DJ Debo the Pro will be on Saturday, November the sixth, two thousand twenty one at two PM at Saint John's Holiness Church. 500 Edgewood Avenue, Cambridge, Maryland, 21613, for family, close friends, and whoever would like to attend. Um, there will be also be another celebration of life service later in December for you know all the Masonic persons, um, all the DJs and the radio affiliates, as well as family members who were not able to attend the service this Saturday on November the 6th, 2021. Um, we're in the works of getting, you know, making sure the date is set and getting the venue and, you know, everything. So more to come on that information. Um, the flowers can be sent to the St. John's Holiness Church, 500 Edwards um, Avenue, uh, Cambridge, Maryland, 216313, uh, where the service is going to be held. Um, the cards and uh, any monetary gifts can be sent to me, Trawana Taylor, 25424, Waterview Drive, Seaford, Delaware, 19973. Uh, and, and of course, Sean, you have my number, so. You can get you can get in touch with me at any time. You know, if there's okay. anything you need to know or you know anything of that sort. But um, I would like to, before I go, I would like to just tell, you know, let everybody know that we thank you so much, so much for your love, your support, um, for our family, for you know the the support of me, the support of his his children, his grandchildren. His his brothers, his sisters, you know, um, it's it's really been a trying time, you know, for all of us. But we appreciate all the love, the support we really do from the bottom of our hearts. We, we really do. So thank you all so much. Thank you, sis. You know, again, we love D- we love Debo uh, from the bottom of our heart and. Uh, you know he'll never uh he'll never be missed you know be for, be forgotten but not missed you know um no he's and, with and me I, you know as soon as we get that december date i will be home 
I'm coming home. Okay. Got to. And, okay. Um, I'll be there. I'm definitely gonna be with you. That's in that's that's in the works. Um, that's definitely gonna be in the works. Um, I just wanted to just like I said before to just get um, a service done as early as possible because it, I mean it's hard. The anticipation of having to have a service for a loved one that had passed away. It, it's hard. It can be hard on you. And, you know, so I figured let's go ahead and just get this one done and then I can right. focus on on the next one. And, and it's not going to be as hard because I done already went through, went you know, the one that we're going to do for Saturday. You know, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not going to be hard, you know, after that. I mean, it's, yeah. I'm still going to and I'm still going, but we all know leading up to funerals and, you know, all of that, the anxiety sets in and all these different emotions and, you know, so I, we just wanted us, the fam, us, the family decided that we just wanted to go ahead and get that done and out of the way, you know, so we could have something so we can, we can, we can have some closure, you know, and right. then after that, we can have something else that's bigger and you know, and and that's in the works as well for December. So later to come on that, and as soon as soon as everything is set, I will make sure that you you know Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I'm always in touch with GQ, so he'll, yeah. he'll know as well. The only thing yeah. I ain't gonna like about it is I'm coming home and ain't gonna be no damn crabs. <laughs> you never know. Hey, you might be find some. You might can get some. All right now. I can get some. I tell you what, you if you gonna come home in December, I can request we find some crabs. I, I can do my oh. best to try to request that. <laughs> All right, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I can I can, I can try my best to request that. You know, oh yeah. It's been a pleasure and, and an honor to be on Likewise. the show with my husband, and um, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's probably gonna be on here a lot more. You know, us talking and reminiscing about my husband, and of course, um, um, my plan is to be on on Thursday. Sean, please make sure that you send me a text, cause you know I'm real busy this week, and I oh, definitely yeah. get that tribute. You know, oh, yeah. so we'll be, be in here. touch, and I, yes, I thank ma'am. you all for for your love and your support for us and our family during this time. No problem, bo. Alrighty, all right. Take care of yourself. Yep. I'll probably I'll probably call you later or tomorrow and check on you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, call me whenever, Sean. You know how we do. Send me a text. You know it. You know how we do. You probably might even get in contact with me later on tonight. I might think of something that my husband did and send it to you, and you have it cracking up later. You never know. All right. <laughs> all right now. <laughs> we people, I'm telling you, we family, so it's like that, you know. It's that's like right, that. that's I'm, right, all right. Like y'all take care, and y'all have right. a wonderful, blessed day. And just Me think too. about the good to be happy, you know what I mean? Because that's what my husband will have wanted. Oh, yeah, yeah. most definitely. Yeah. All righty, y'all right. take care right. now. You too. You too. All right. All right. All right, you guys, this is DJ Sean in the morning. I want to thank Tawana for taking time out of her schedule and um, bringing her on the show. I don't know if she's been busy. I just wanted to, you know, get her mind off other things and just have, you know, come on the show and, you know, be part right. of the show this morning with us, you know, here. Mm-hmm. And um, 
you know, just have fun reminiscing because, man, it's a lot of damn stories uh, that that uh, we yeah. can tell you, especially the shows and stuff that we have with his, yeah. with his crazy self, man. But, uh, again, again, when I said brother's keeper, he put he, he was the definition of my brother's keeper. He was a def- definition good. of a man's man. He also was a def- definition of a real friend. A real friend. Okay. Um, cause yeah. when I had when I had my stroke, when I had my stroke, if it wasn't for him getting in touch with my family, my family would have never known. Wow. A, you know, yeah. Yeah. Man, he was like, he was like, man, I hope I didn't overstep my boundaries. I said, man, I said, are you serious? Are you serious saying that to me? I said, because if it was. <laughs> If it was me, I would have done the same for you. No, man, you did you was what you you did what a friend is supposed to do. Contact the family. Right. Real talk. Right. Not say, right. Oh, you came <laughs> back on the radio too too early or some bullshit like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh no. you know you guys today hold on a second, uh, Debo. Today marked uh marked nine months since my stroke. I'm I'm at I'm at least seventy nine percent. The doctors say okay. probably by uh probably my year up I'll be back to one hundred okay. because I'm up here showing off now walking without a cane and stuff like that, so you know how it is. That's yeah. good. <laughs> uh, go ahead, GQ real quick. Uh do you have a drop with your name with this Debo name one? Uh, I gotta look yeah, I gotta look for it. Yeah, but I have, I have it on his mixtapes. Yeah. If you just see me that drop, I'm I'm gonna do a, like a fifteen minute mix for tomorrow for him. Okay. I see his name. I'm All right. My stuff update. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a mix for him. Okay. Well, you guys, make sure you guys tune in tonight. You know, on the gospel show, um, nine from nine to eleven, Robin Lynn Maven. Nine to eleven, Robin Lynn Maven. Nine to eleven, Robin Lynn Maven. Yeah. Nine to eleven, Make Robin sure Lynn Maven. Yeah. And uh, we'll All right, and we'll see you guys then. You guys be blessed, and we get on out of here. Okay. Nine to eleven, okay. Robin Lynn Maven. That's six. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. And I'll right away. I dedicate this song to my daughters, Shayla Seals and Viola Williams. And every other young person, person in general, is going through some things hard trials of life. Am I ready to give up? I'm here to tell you to look towards the hills from which cometh your help. And uh Everything happens for a reason. And some coming to your life for a season. 
yourself in God's arms and he'll hold you in. The test won't come and show what you are smart, stupid. Stand firm in what you do and put your heart into it. Be strong, it won't be long. You got a blessing coming, just hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It'll be alright. It'll be alright. Yeah. 